Hi everybody, welcome back to Cooking in Real Time. This is episode three of the special quarantine edition. Uh, Today I'm gonna do something special. It's a little bit shorter. I'm not actually cooking in real time. I'm just going to do a little special episode that is all about artichokes. And uh, that's because artichokes are one of my absolute favorite vegetables. And I have seen several people now asking what they are and how to cook them because it happens to be absolute best artichoke season in the United States. They're all grown in California. Pretty much all of them, as far as I know, are grown in California on the, in the coast, sort of just south of San Francisco, south of Santa Cruz. And they are just, I just got some at the store and they're so good. And that's the reason I'm not cooking them in real time is because as soon as I got them, I cooked them and then only later was like, oh wait, after I'd eaten them all, was like, oh wait, maybe that would have been a good episode. So I'm gonna talk you through how to deal with them and um, hopefully you'll be able to seize on this wonderful seasonal treat. They're available all year round, but they're absolutely the best now. Apparently the the ones that are not from California are mostly grown in Mexico, and I read that they're like slightly different variety, and they just don't taste as good, and they're, um, they tend to get a little mushy. The ones from California uh, are just more robust. Anyway, so globe artichokes, look for them in your store. Uh, to decide which ones you want. You want the ones that are like pretty heavy, like pick up a few of them and pick the heaviest ones. It means they still have all their moisture and they haven't gotten dehydrated. If they have little brown spots and stuff on them, don't worry about that. That usually comes from frost or something. It doesn't mean they're ruined inside. As long as they're pretty heavy feeling, they're fine inside. You don't have to worry about that. And yeah, brown leaves are not an issue. So once you've got them and brought them home and you want to cook them, so people are like, oh, what kind of recipes for artichokes do you have? And I'll be honest, I never go to the trouble of cooking with artichokes, like making some elaborate artichoke dish, because I think plain boiled artichokes are so good on their own it doesn't even strike me as worth the trouble of like what more can you do to artichokes that will make them more delicious than boiling them and then dipping them in melted butter and or mayonnaise and we'll get to that at the end Uh, and that's all I'm going to tell you how to do and they're delicious Uh, and then you know if you want to go on from there you are totally welcome to I just will not be with you because I'll be back sitting at the table eating another boiled artichoke with melted butter. Anyway, you get home, you got your artichokes. Uh, First things, absolute first, is put on a big pot of water, very heavily salted, like saltier than if you're going, than for pasta. Uh, This is a true fact I learned from someone who grew up in, in California artichoke territory, I learned in college. Um, Sam, if you're out there, thank you for this wisdom that has served me well for 25 years or something, is tons of salt 
this really brings out that cool, like, kind of mouth-numbing, tongue-tingly mouth-numbing effect that artichokes have. And because um, you may have noticed, like, sometimes you have them and it tastes like that and sometimes not. And salt makes all the difference. Um, so you want a big pot of water, lots of salt, put that on to boil. Okay, so that's sitting there on your back burner. And while that's happening, you're gonna trim your artichoke. And all that means, it, honestly, you don't even have to do that. You could just throw them right in the pot. No big deal. Uh, and then kind of deal with all the points and things later. But if you want more, if you want to eat your artichokes in a way that does not have you cursing mildly because the little thorns on them are poking you, you may as well use the time while you're waiting for the water to boil to trim the artichokes. And um, it's nice to have a bowl of water to put them in, a bowl of acidulated water, which means a bowl of cold water with either lemon juice squeezed in or like a couple glugs of vinegar because the cut surfaces of artichokes uh, will oxidize really quickly. They turn black and that doesn't look so hot. Uh, if, you, if you're gonna keep your artichoke whole, don't worry about it. Um, I, if they're very big artichokes, I like to cut them in half vertically so you have kind of a cross section through the middle of the artichoke. If you're gonna do that, uh, then you want to prepare a bowl of acidulated water to dunk them in so they're just sitting there and um, the vinegar or lemon juice in the water keeps them from turning black, from having that kind of unattractive oxidizing. If you can't spare the lemon or vinegar, don't worry about it, totally fine. But if you're being thorough, get your bowl of cold water and squeeze a lemon in or glug your vinegar in and then um, you just take your biggest, heaviest knife and you chop off the top, you know, like half to one inch of the artichoke. You wanna get the, um, you wanna get, you know, the pointy parts off the top. And once you chop that part off, then you can go around, I usually use kitchen shears, uh, and go around and just trim off the other points that are still there that are farther down on the outermost leaves and you just trim 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 um, incidentally my mother used to cut her own hair for years and years and that was the way she did it she was like i'm giving myself the artichoke haircut and she would just go around and go snip 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 considering how we might all be giving ourselves uh haircuts for the foreseeable future keep that in mind as well bonus tip artichoke haircuts uh, so you've got that, you've snipped off all the little points. Um, you can pull off the teeniest, like sometimes on the stalk are little teeny, um, teeny leaves and you may as well pull those off. They're going to be a little bit bitter and pretty stringy. So you can pull off some of those just to tidy it up. But, um, then you want to cut off just the very end of the stalk. If you've gotten really good artichokes, really nice fresh ones, they're gonna have really long meaty stalk and you wanna keep that stalk because it's like the best part, that and the artichoke heart, it's all connected and it's all delicious. So cut off just a minimal amount of that stalk. Usually there's like 
a little tiny stubby end that's kind of black and dried up and you just want to trim that off so just a tiny bit now like i said if you have very big artichokes you can slice them in half vertically and this way you know you can boil them all and then what we did is i bought two huge artichokes and was fully intending to eat a whole one myself because i love them so much but i did cut them up so we eventually uh, did have four artichoke pieces but then perhaps because i was so lavish with the melted butter after i'd had half of one i was like okay that's fine we can put the others away in the fridge and enjoy those later um it just means sort of more flexible portioning uh, depending on how many people you're feeding and how much they like artichokes you don't want to give a whole artichoke to somebody who's not going to appreciate it so yeah i usually cut them vertically and the other nice thing about doing that is it's a little bit easier to tell when they're fully cooked because you can kind of flip them over and see oh okay you know poke into the heart more easily and see if they're done uh so that's yeah those are all the selling points for slicing them vertically but again if you don't have acidulated water to put them in to keep them from turning black you might not want to do that so um this is rushing things because in the time we've been talking unless you have a super powered stove your water is probably not boiling yet so you've got your little you've got your little artichokes bobbing around when your water is boiling you want to put all your artichokes in another reason it's nice to slice them in half vertically is that you can just put them all kind of cut side down because the water is so salty and they kind of float naturally they're all going to bob up to the surface and if they're whole artichokes uh they're going to bob like it's going to be sort of uneven um and you're going to have to keep poking them down and stuff like that so if they're cut you can just put them all like cut side down and, and they'll fit in the pot better anyway and maybe cook more evenly um how long should they boil Uh, start poking them after like 10 minutes um yeah if i were doing this in real time we would know i didn't notice when i was boiling last time you can look it up for some guidelines but i think start looking after like 10 minutes um the ones i just made i overboiled they got a little mushy but that was okay peter was like honestly better that than the anxiety that comes with them being slightly undercooked and then there's kind of a weird feeling if they're not cooked enough and you're like trying to scrape the meat off the off the um off the leaves with your teeth and it's not all coming and you're like oh you're so yeah i think tend toward overcooking and then it's just more time in there with the salted water so the flavor really develops uh so you do that you let them boil while they're boiling you can prepare melted butter i think i usually if i'm doing only butter um which honestly up until really recently was the only thing i did we were definitely the melted butter family i know people who grew up in california who really grew up always with mayonnaise not butter so you know depends on what you feel most comfortable with if you're just experimenting with artichokes you may as well do both um just last night when i ate our second batch 
our leftovers. We had them cold, it was delicious. Uh, I had a little butter that was left over from night one and I made a little mayonnaise, um, garlic mayonnaise with a squeeze of lemon. And to sort of chill out the garlic a little, um, I squeezed the garlic into the lemon juice and let it sit there for a while while I was waiting for everything else for dinner to get together. And then I mixed that into the mayonnaise and something about the lemon juice and the garlic kind of tempers the garlic and takes that really big burn out of it. Um, anyway, it just made a really nice, and it also made, the lemon juice also helps make the mayonnaise a little dippy, you know, like a little more flowing, a little more liquid, so you don't end up with these big gobs of mayonnaise on your artichoke. Uh, so yeah, while you're, while the things are boiling, you can get your little dipping things uh, ready. I usually allow um, like two tablespoons of butter per artichoke. I don't know. You don't have to melt a lot, actually, and you'll probably end up having some left over. Depends. Um, so when your artichokes are done, you want to take a look to see whether they're done. You want to take a sharp paring knife and poke it in to the heart. If you're um, if your artichokes are still whole and not sliced, you want to take the paring knife and kind of go in at the base of where the stalk hits the um, hits the thing. And like, if there's no resistance, they're done. Or you can also just pick one up by a leaf. And if like, if the artichoke, if the leaf tears off and the artichoke splashes back in the water, you're done. Um, if you have them cut vertically, so you have that whole surface exposed and the cross section visible, then you can just like poke right into the heart and see. Um, again, you want you want you don't want them to boil away to mush, certainly, but you also um, you also don't want them raw because it gives it kind of gives you the whim whams when you're chewing on them. So assuming you've got them all done and they are, you know, boiled to perfection, take them out, uh, let them cool just a little bit, let them drain, put them in a colander or something and let the, sort of turn them all upside down and let the water get out from between the leaves and stuff like that. And then you just go at them. If you are a, there is no elegant way, there is absolutely no elegant way to eat an artichoke that I'm aware of. It is absolutely a finger food. Although there is a woman I go to lunch with periodically who orders an artichoke and a glass of white wine for lunch. And come to think of it, I've never seen her like slurping noisily. She manages to eat the whole artichoke like discreetly and without making a mess, unlike me, if I were in the same position. So I don't know how she does it. She's so like smooth about it. I didn't even notice. Um, next time, I will be more alert and I will report back. Uh, but as far as I do, I just start pulling off the outer leaves, dip the bottom end, the meaty end, in your butter or your mayonnaise, and then um, just sort of bite your teeth like into the middle of it and then drag it off, drag the leaf back out and scrape all the goodness off with your teeth. Does that make any sense? 
Uh, I'm sorry to go at this it's in such a rudimentary way. Probably everyone who's listening to this is like, duh, I know how to eat an artichoke. But if there is one person who does not know how to eat an artichoke, I feel I have done my duty because I don't want you to be missing out. They're so delicious. So they're a little bit of work to start out with. And as you work your way through the artichoke, from the tough outer leaves into the into the ones closer to the center, like gradually the leaves get softer and softer and you can eat more and more of them. And the ones cl- pretty close to the center, you can just bite off like the bottom half of them entirely and you don't have to do the scraping thing. And then you get to the center and you have these very like paper thin ones. And again, you want to like nibble off the nibble off the tender bottoms of them and they're going to be a little pokey thorny and then you've got your heart which is just the thistly part the pokey thistly part of the artichoke and the choke part of the artichoke and that you want to scrape out very delicately with a spoon i have a grapefruit spoon which is a great thing to use if you don't have a grapefruit spoon that's fine just use any spoon that has kind of a fine edge And you just want to kind of nudge, if you've boiled the artichoke well, another case for overboiling, if in doubt, is the choke comes out much more easily. And if you've boiled well, you can just kind of nudge all those little thistly bits out with the edge of the spoon and not lose any of the heart. Then you have this beautiful, clean, meaty thing that you can dunk straight in your melted butter or straight in your garlic mayonnaise, and it's like you've won the great dinner prize. So yeah, there you are. Please, I encourage you, make the most of uh, California Globe artichokes right now. They're so, so, so good. And um, I'm basically doing this super short episode just to make up for the incredibly long ones I did the last two times. We've been doing a lot of, I'm just thinking ahead to what might come next. I know I said something about making quiche and I think I'm gonna do that next. I'm not holding out on you. Um, It's gonna be a little bit of a production, but again, if you're gonna learn how to make pie crust, why not now? Uh, So I think that's what'll come next. After that, I have, we've been doing a lot of like travel via food where we're cooking things that remind us of trips we took and things like that so i have some more ideas from from trips abroad that don't rely too much on exotic ingredients and be doing some of those so stay tuned i'll be back again soon and as usual all information sort of backup information is on the website cookinginrealtime.com and if you like this uh, please add a review wherever you do podcasts Um, I'm doing this this is not my gate my regular gig at all I'm not like in a hustle about this but if more people listen that would be nice like I only I'm only saying that because I want it to reach the people who might benefit from it, you know? So if you know somebody who is bored right now, gosh, who could that be? I don't know. Anybody, who do we know who is bored right now? Spread the word if you care to. 
Uh, and of course, if you have any requests or questions or conundrums or whatever, uh, drop me an email. I think I think Zora at Cooking in Real Time works. Um, cookinginrealtime.com works or Zora at rovinggastronome.com or find me on Twitter or whatever and we'll work it out. So enjoy your artichokes and enjoy cooking in real time and I'll talk to you again soon.